Yes, a haiku for you. Prepare to enter a poetic retelling of our epic tale. A kidnapping man and his weird dog are beaten. A wife freed friends jam. It's 10 years ago, and you've been making steady progress through the claggy caverns. It's hard to tell, having not seen sunlight in these dark caves for a few days, but it feels like it's time to set up camp for the night. Once the fire is lit and the bedroll laid out, Grumpo goes about preparing and distributing your carefully rationed cheese and bread for tonight's meal. Of course, for me, the campfire is incredibly inconvenient as I do have dark vision. Quick, <laughs> someone test me how many fingers you're holding up. Maggie, I can see one. Yes, there is one. <laughs> you are correct. Now tell me which one. And Morik and Blur, I can see one, one and one from each of you. Mm -hmm. Incredible. It is very difficult for me to raise a middle finger, <laughs> what with only having two opposable fingers and a thumb. But I have innovated considerably to accommodate you, my friend Jump. Do you Ma know what, man? Maggie really told me that. to hold this finger up. <laughs> well done, Morik. You're doing a sterling job. And that's what I love about you, Morik. <laughs> So loyal. Yes, Margaret instructed each of us on how to best salute you. <laughs> and demonstrate our appreciation for you and your abilities. Of which dark vision is one of the least. And yet yep. still very impressive. Jump and Marek, you notice a small source of light emerge from behind you. Uh, and see something scuttling around between the two of you. As you look down, you see a larger than average rat. And the source of light is coming from its glowing, exposed brain. Ooh. Sarah, did you have another bad week? <laughs> Listen, if you want to complain about the cranium rat and the yef hound, take it up with Wizards of the Coast. I didn't create these creatures. Oh, They're yeah, in the enough. monster manual. Okay, well... I am also in the monster manual. I take that back then, Sarah. Oh, my tear. I'm slowly lowering my finger towards its skull. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Tyr, for this incredible gift of light, even though I do not need it, and I go to pick the rat up. No. I just want to see if it's soft. <laughs> soft, soft, squishy light. The, the rat does not scamper away as Jump picks it up, and in fact, it looks over at the bread and cheese in your hand and says in a language that only Morik can understand, and let me just uh, address this now to the listening audience that yes, I'm aware that Fearbolgs can't just talk to any animal, but Morik has a modified ring of animal influence, which has unlimited uses of the first level spell, Speak With Animals. It's a thing he's definitely had the whole time and not something I'm including to retroactively yeah. explain my oversight. Yeah, he picks it up later on, yeah. later in yes. the past. Right. Um, but we've never had need to mention it until now because it's never come up naturally. It's going to yeah. be this tremendous like plot hole filling up moment mm. when Morik finds that in the final episode. The flashback yeah. of the final episode. Lee Pace is going to be there. It's going to be great. The rat looks to jump Absolutely. and Mark, you hear it say, Please, sirs, my family are so hungry. Could you spare your food so they don't starve? Oh, what does it want, Mark? Weapons? Some bread and cheese. <laughs> Their family is very hungry. Excuse me, sir, Cranium. How many children do you have? We will divide it into parcels. 
20 to prepare happy meals for each one. <laughs> 22 children. How many uh, kitty wings? He, he right. said 22. That's fine with me, and I get on one knee, still oh. cradling the rat. Allow me to break it into individual portions with my own teeth. Well, uh, I think and, you can do whatever you want and, with your portion, and, Jump. But, uh, and <laughs> Margaret, <laughs> Margaret shoves a lump of cheese into my mouth. I'm afraid I'll finish mine. <laughs> it's really unfortunate timing, actually. <laughs> I've got really posh for the full mouth. It's really unfortunate timing. <laughs> That's how it works. Mm. Polish people literally are never not eating fine and rich foods. I would be happy to donate my bread and cheese, seeing as I typically survive mainly on insects and lava. (laughs) Speaking of which, do you have any lava? I like the idea that bloke just carries bread and cheese to look kind of normal. (laughs) And just go, he lays it out and then just starts. He hasn't had the heart to tell Master Duclaw. Sits there gumming it. Uh, Grumpo looks over to you uh, with a look of disgust. He says, I wouldn't give away your food to a lowly cranium rat. We only have so much and you'll go hungry tonight. All I'd need, Master Duclaw, is to subsist on the glory of tear and maybe some water and some of Margaret's bread (laughs) when she's asleep. Ah. There's not going to be any left. I think Margaret uses the bread for a pillow. (laughs) You might struggle to get it out. (laughs) She's got it, but like in between her jaws face down. like in between. (laughs) Yeah. That's how she sleeps. Okay, I'm, and I, I'm, I've been siphoning off and passing the parcels of my bread and cheese with my mouth to the rat. Morik is also sharing his bread and cheese. Excellent. I don't know how the rat handles that. Well, but, uh, oh wait, is this like a, is this like a bird situation where you're dropping it in his mouth? I mean, it's not regurgitated. <laughs> it's, you, pre, it's pre-gurgitated. Uh, pre-gurgitated. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll say that I'm going to call all food that from now on. This. Oh, it's pre-gurgitated. <laughs> I'll say that you, Morik, and Blurg parcel up your bread into a little handkerchief, tie it up, and place it on the cranium rat's back, and it gives you a look of unending gratitude, bows, and scuttles away into the darkness. Oh, bows. Oh, my God, it bows. oh God, we're gonna be okay, we're gonna be in the in in the caverns in this episode in the future, and a giant rat with an immense brain is gonna come out <laughs> and be like, thank you for feeding my forebear. Back in the present <laughs> Jump. You awaken in a strange liminal space. A long corridor with wooden doors on either side seems to stretch on as far as the eye can see. This place has a sense of familiarity to you, perhaps reminding you of the hallways of your school, but it is definitely otherworldly. After walking down the corridor for a while, you stop upon one of the doors. They all look the same, but you know this one is for you. As you open it, you see a kindly older woman with slender features and long hair sitting behind a desk in what appears to be a classroom. She has similar eyes to yours, except they don't burn with the same white-hot intensity, but she beckons for you to take a seat at one of the desks in the classroom. I heard your call out to me in the waking world, Jump from Dunton. It's been a while since you've sought my counsel. Chandra, it is you. It's just... You sound sound different to how I remember. How did you? How did you remember me speaking? It's hard to say as someone who comes from what I imagine is a spiritual realm, but I do seem to remember you sounding almost identical to Steve. And how does Steve sound? Good question. Oh, you know. This will. But that was funny. It's just. 
I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you've, got you've got a good, good reason, reason for this. this. So, so, so <laughs> it's all right. I'm sure. I'm sure. Magic, I'm sure. I'm sure. You'll, you'll, you'll get back, get back into the swing of things, things in future meetings. Future meetings. <laughs> but I am, I'm, I'm so honoured, Chandra, to, fi- to finally have your counsel. So what is it you wish to discuss? Well, there is something that's been on, been on my mind as of late. Uh, shall I wear these shoes? And, 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 I, and I lift up. <laughs> Jimmy Von Belon shoes. <laughs> I brought with me into the liminal space. Essentials. She looks at you blankly <laughs> and says... This, this is why you sought my counsel? Uh, I, mean, I mean, what else what could else there possibly, possibly be? be? Everything, Everything is going so well. Jump, I am an ageless being. being. You do not you need, need to lie to me in this place. place. Well, I mean, well, there, I mean was there was also, also the, 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 those, those potions, potions that we, that we, we picked, picked up. up. I, wasn't I wasn't sure what mine what did, did, and that was definitely worrying me. She slams her hands on the desk, and the lights outside the windows burn whiter and hotter than before. Jump. Jump. I am am not not some some deity deity to be called upon to appraise your objects. objects. I am here for counsel. Uh, What is it you need of me? What's wrong with everyone, Chandra? Everyone? Pretty much. First off, right, first off, there was Basil. And don't get me wrong, I've got nothing whatsoever against goblins. Like, look at Clive. He was amazing. But... I was, was casting detect good and evil all over the place. place. And Basil, Basil had this, 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 this oh, I guess you'd call it an alibi, alibi that made, that made him, like, him like equal parts good, good and evil. And evil. Like, what, is what is that? that? <laughs> what am I supposed <laughs> to do with that? Do you think of good and evil as something that is set in stone, Jump? Yes, admittedly, there are creatures like the Prince of Ruin who will forever be evil, but terrible man. People can change. Like, that would that be, would like, be like, like, everyone has changed. changed. Well, almost, almost everyone. everyone. Yeah, it's yeah, been it's ten years, years but, but like, like, if anything, anything that would have made us better known, known surely, surely, as our stories, stories were passed, passed down, down from generation, from generation to generation of people with particularly short lifespans. It's like, no matter how hard I try to remind everybody of the great things we did, and I've been trying so hard, Chandra, no one seems to know. It's like they just forget. Is it that I'm not trying hard enough? Why is notoriety important to you, Jump? Surely... Just the act of preserving good in this world should be enough without everyone knowing that you're doing it. But that would be to dismiss the ways of tear, douse the flame of hope. I've got the rest written down somewhere here. You know how they go. I've told you, I've told you many times. Douse the flame of hope and, and do the other ones. How am I supposed to douse any flame if the people of the Verdant Uplands have not heard of my exploits and to a lesser extent the people that I roll with? You just need to... Do I need to say it louder? No, loudness has never been an issue for you, Jump Fundenton. I feel you need to just focus on doing the good you can person to person. So, like, truck... Try harder with fewer people, maybe. You're trying plenty hard, I'm sure. You don't need to be as hard on yourself. Think, yeah, that's what I was saying. Do you reckon that the shoes of Jimmy Von Ballon would help me? That's in this? all the time we have for today. <laughs> the bell above her rings. See you, mate. Thanks. Book your next appointment on the way out. <laughs>
You awaken Jump, only this time for real. As you look around and out of your tent, you see the burning embers and ash from last night's fire being carried away in the wind. In the reeds near the riverbank, you see a waterlogged tent where your grung companion is restfully submerged. And based on the chainsaw level snoring from the tent adjacent to yours, you know Maggie is still sound asleep. (laughs) Not far from you is your last friend, Morik dozing under a tree, surrounded by a huddle of wild sleeping animals. Aww. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, God. Um, I sit up and um, draw the bedsheet away and look down at Jimmy Von Ballon's shoes. <laughs> so you have spent a night attuning with Jimmy Von Ballon's <laughs> shoes, so you do understand, uh, as desperately as you wanted Sean Ch- Chandra to tell you this, they are boots of striding and springing. Mm. If you are wearing these boots, your speed isn't reduced if you are encumbered or wearing heavy armour. In addition, you can jump three times your normal distance, though you can't jump further than your remaining distance would allow in combat. Okay, that's fitting considering my name, I think to myself. <laughs> I'm gonna call myself Jump 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 Jump. <laughs> Maybe Jump 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 to signify the original jump and the free jumps. <laughs> All right, I feel different somehow. I get up and um, I guess I, I go over to Blet in the stream and just sort of stand there for a second. Is Blet just, what sort of pose is it? Is it sort of meditative, submerged in water? Yeah, yeah, he's just in a sort of yoga pose and he, he refers to this as streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, then Jump sort of stands there for a, for a minute, patient, you know, large on his face, and that quickly fades. <clears throat> Blet! I mean, Blair wakes up. <laughs> he looks over. Oh, you're up. Thank you for joining me in my stream. <laughs> <laughs> First one in. Special reward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're up. Brilliant. Did you sleep restfully, Jump? Thunder. I did. I had what I would call a very enlightening and educational dream. I'm very pleased to hear it. Thanks, my man. How about you? How's your, uh, how's your streaming going? It's going very well. I've gotten significantly better at it and have acquired many followers and refer to tadpoles that are sort of swimming around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, you're getting a lot of likes, I can tell. (laughs) I do feel that many of them like me, though several are indifferent and potentially only here to insult me. (laughs) (laughs) You're always going to get a few indifference with a few likes, but I tell you what, I look around waking up this morning and I look at all the likes I get, free, that's the three three of you, and I think... It's worth it for them likes. I will always like you, Jump Fund, and the things that you do, and enjoy updates about your activities. Tell me more about your dream. Well, speaking of jump, and then I jump. <laughs> oh, no, hold on, so obviously. Whoa. <laughs> how far can I go? What's your normal jump height, Jump? Are you asking how tall Jump is? <laughs> I just want to put into context how tall it will be that he's jumped three times that height. <laughs> If it's one foot, I jumped three feet just then. <laughs> how, how, how do I tell? I've, I've, I've never had to figure this one out. That's a good question. I think it's a, a race-based trait. <laughs> okay. The Asimar, the unsung jumpers of the world. <laughs> if it's a standing jump, it is half of your strength score. If it's a running jump, it is every ten foot of running plus your strength score. I just found a D&D strength calcula- uh, jump calculator. What's your strength score? Fifteen. 15. And then what's your height? Is it 6 foot 2 or something? Your long jump is 15 feet, your high jump is 5 feet off the ground. Okay, so I jump 5 feet into the air. Three times that though, right? 15 because feet. Because you've got the spell yeah. on. Oh, I see. Okay. Jesus. Special shoes. Okay, I jump 15 feet into the air and I land and break both my ankles. 
<laughs> Impress, mate. <laughs> Boots of jumping, not of landing. <laughs> Extraordinary. Your high jump now exactly matches mine, and I demonstrate by jumping 50 feet into the air and landing very gracefully back onto the uh, I see. The well, behold, and I do it again. <laughs> That's what we wake up to, the, the pair of them just pogoing in place. At last, I feel free. Give Blake those boots, and woof, mm. he's just gone. Yeah. Save it for the finale, mate. <laughs> Give me the boots. No. <laughs> the end. Two friends jump to give. Ver forever and will split the naked leafless air. Ooh. Wonderful. Ooh, it it's turned so at the wonderful. end. It was, that was kind of dumb good. at the start, Ooh. but it turned. <laughs> We're going to fast forward a little bit. To, to, uh, you awaken, you pack away your tents and you set off for the road once again. Blur retrieves his tent from the street. <laughs> Super waterlogged. <laughs> You're carrying that yourself. After a little bit of walking, you arrive at a familiar cave entrance. The remnants of the Clammy Slapper statue are even more decayed and overgrown with moss and shrubbery. If you weren't already aware it was there, you'd be unable to perceive its existence here at the mouth of the cavern. It is amazing that this statue remains standing. I'd have thought that many who are now more aware of his legacy would have torn the statue down. Can I give it a little kick with the toe of my boot? (laughs) I roll for that. I'm going to roll. Yeah, give Where's me. Dice? <laughs> uh, give me a strength Ooh. check. Uh, that's a Dirto Twento. Oh, wow. Dirto Twento. The, the statue is already quite crumbled and decayed. Uh, you kick at the remnants of his head, and the trunk of his Luxodon form snaps off and crumbles. Yay! Uh, <laughs> nice one, Maxter. Smash the hegemony. Exactly. I wonder if we might instead make a tribute here to the native people he displaced. Yes, let us spend a couple of months learning how to do stonework. Oh no, I can do stonework. Wait a second, give me half an hour. (laughs) As long as we spend it in real time. Wait, I'm doing a stoneworking roll. How do I do this? Do it. Oh no, that's a history skill. God damn it. We could probably do a cliffhanger there at the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Do I roll for stonework? This is my job. Blair wants to help. That's a, that's a nine plus whatever you... Plus whatever. <laughs> How many points do you have in stonemasonry? That's not a skill on my sheet. It is not a skill on the sheet. It's something you've picked up somewhere. I don't even know what it would be similar <laughs> to. specific. What's even similar uh, to it? There used to be a crafting skill, didn't there? But there's not anymore. Yeah, there should be. There's. I feel this is acrobatics. <laughs> Maggie just leaps around like chip, 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 well chip, with chip. a with a base level nine Maggie starts stacking the parts of the stone statue to make them resemble a toad rather than an elephant and it yeah. doesn't it doesn't do the <laughs> trick because you don't have your tools with you and you don't mm. have the correct <laughs> pieces of a statue to make it look like that but it definitely doesn't look like a luxodon anymore it just looks like um a set of curtains. Yeah. She stands back. She's like, well, it's, it's, it's not my finest work, but to be honest, we should probably hire a local artisan to represent their own culture properly anyway, so <laughs> it's not really my place. This is just a temporary placeholder. Probably. And yet I feel you have captured the spirit of the thing. As an abstract piece, it is oh. unmatched in this woodland. Thank you, I appreciate that. That is indeed what I was going for. <laughs> you... I've been... This is my abstract period. 
I'm, uh, I'm working through some feelings with me artwork. You know that in the 10 years since you were last here, a bypass road was created so that businessmen like Babylon Tramway and Forest Money Tree could travel to and from Beaton without having to traverse such a dangerous and unwelcoming place. But unfortunately, this road would add an extra week or so to your journey and you wouldn't make it back to Lower Coastburg in time for your gig. And that's every friend to us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and anyway, you're the justice-loving friends, not the justice-loving cowards. Ooh. Ooh. Who said that? <laughs> God. That was, that was Are you nagging me again, God? <laughs> Once again, fate no, tempts no, us no. and goads us. We must <laughs> defeat it at all costs and enter these caverns the names of which I'm nervous about misremembering. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to create some sort of backlash. Claggy. Especially now you've got your Claggy. streaming career. <laughs> <laughs> I have an online presence. <laughs> I assume there's like jars of tadpoles. Just... <laughs> they'll find me. Next are time, they next time I stream, they'll, they'll find me. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I sometimes post updates by writing onto a piece of paper and placing it into a stream. <laughs> I'm telling a bird and they go and tweet about it oh Ooh. no uh-oh is it just me or then do you feel completely fucking empty <laughs> and like you want to commit suicide afterwards oh, no. i do believe that's the first time i've sworn as jump funded <laughs> and i will stab myself in the leg to prove my allegiance to tear and justice later oh can i stab you? can i do it for you no no I'll say, I'll say, later, later maggie mate now uh oh Get off. Get off. <laughs> oh, come on, please. Just a little stabbing. Anyway, I feel like our dynamic is meandering somewhat. Maybe going into this cavern here is the best option for us, the justice-loving friends. Oh, yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm definitely not a coward. Well, we could Let's derail go. the whole campaign and take that road around. And <laughs> there will always be other gigs. <laughs> sure. I mean, if that's what you no, want. Come on. If that's what you want. <laughs> Uh, to the caverns. To the caverns. There is a rumour that there is a terrible fire-breathing dragon on the other route, so perhaps we'd best take the caverns. I'm getting updates from the bird. <laughs> so you head down the path into the caverns, mm -hmm. and it's not long after that you've entered, the light becomes diminished, which isn't a problem for the three of you with dark vision. But unfortunately for you, Blair, Grungs do not benefit from that ability. So you'll have to do something if you want to proceed without the blinded condition. Uh, I think action search will probably be... Are there any trees down here that I can be aware of? <laughs> Tree roots? Pos will, will my position of privilege in any way benefit me? <laughs> No. <laughs> in that case, um, I have the active feed. I can act like someone who has dark vision and try and fool everyone else. But um, like the cheese and the bread. I think it's <laughs> all pretend. It was a flawless performance. Um, I shall have to. Um, <laughs> what's the phrase? That's better than that. I don't want to say that. No, I'm just gonna have to say that. I can't be the alternative. Bitch up. I shall. I shall have to mount Morik simply. <laughs> Explore this terrain through his mighty yes. eyes. I don't mind what you two do in your own time, but now's probably not the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, she's just a small town mum, yeah? Don't, <laughs> not in my backyard. Don't scare her with any of your crazy ideas. I, low, I lower my arm down. <laughs> Blair scrambles up. Blair freakily clambers up to your shoulder. <laughs> freakily. Yeah. yeah, there isn't a better word, is there? Just like limbs and weird stuff going up there. Paint me a picture with your words, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> What a marvellous opportunity this will Rock. be to enjoy your poetry. Rock. 
Rock. Twig. Rock. Rock. You I like it. It's, it's like a deconstruction of poetry. It's <laughs> oh, ten shit. straight pages of rock. <laughs> Blair's noting down every word. Rock. But it's in the rock. dark, so it's just nonsense. <laughs> At later points, you can always light a torch for need be, but they will not last very long. So for now, you will auto-fail sight-dependent checks and have okay. disadvantage to your attacks. Okay. How does What happens then if I um, if I end up using Fighting Spirit, gives me advantage to my attack? Does it cancel it out and I just get cancel to do a regular out, yeah. attack? And you just, okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what happens if one of us throws Blurg at an enemy? An enemy. <laughs> Um, an, 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 enemy. An, an enemy. An enemy. That would count as your attack rather than his attack. Okay, great, 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 great. So it wouldn't have disadvantage. Can we use his poison skin? <gasps> yeah. If we use him as a weapon. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Please, everyone, feel free to dip your weapons into my skin. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Your window to death. <laughs> just rubbing Blurg on somebody. Rubbing <laughs> Blurg like a whetstone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you have a story for this week, Sarah? <laughs> no, no. Um, Fugue. It's, it's, it's all good. But as you head deeper and deeper, you begin to hear the loud sound of roaring water and soon see ahead of you that the river you've been following drops off into a dramatic waterfall. Ooh. The path you're on leads to a staircase and anyone is welcome to make a history check in relation to these stone steps. Ooh. They're stone. I get an intel. I get. Oh yeah. I get double my proficiency bonus added to my check because it's stone cunning. Ooh. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've remembered. Whenever you make an intelligence history check related to the origin of stonework, <laughs> you are considered proficient in the history skill. This game is fucking and wild. And add double your proficiency <laughs> bonus to the check instead of your normal proficiency bonus. The thought of everything. Watch me roll a one now. That's a two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> well, um, so I guess I add a whole... You didn't pay attention in stone class. <laughs> oh, and my intelligence is minus one. So... I have three in history. I don't know what I am. I have a three in history, but I am oh. unable to see the stairs. All right, let me... <laughs> Drum rolls in that one Great. None of us know what... I reckon we could just dive down this. We'll be all right. Uh, I got a nine? <laughs> That's literally our best score. <laughs> we'll just get rid of this jump calculator. That was so important. <laughs> <laughs> we have a nine... Morik, which is sadly the best of your checks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, I, I can't add anything, can I? No. Perception? Intelligence? Oh, yeah, a 10. All right, a 10. I get a hey. A 10. There you go. Ooh. So with a 10, you think these steps were made by the Bullywooks, which are the aggressive toad-like humanoids that famously inhabit this ecosystem. Okay. That's all you'd get with a 10. But even with dark vision, you find it hard to see where the terminus of this staircase is. And... Ooh. With the proximity to the waterfall, they're quite slick. Okay, and mossy. So you'll have to be very gross. careful as you make your descent. Okay. Yeah. Um, how uh, deep are these stairs? I've got quite big feet. So <laughs> am I gonna? Do I have to be they're, extra careful? Like, yeah, they're, are they quite narrow. <laughs> they're deep enough, but the stepping depth is low, so it's like an awkward Ooh. level. Can we do a yeah. bum shuffle down? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Or we just ride Morik down. I'll lay on my stomach and you guys get on my back and we just slide we go. I'm all for this plan. <laughs> we'll just see Morik. You seem uh, more more attuned to this environment than any of us currently, for some reason. It's quite hard to see, but these stairs were made by the Bullywogs and I'm finding it very hard to see down. But we must be careful. They're very slippery. Mm. And there's moss, my friends. 
Most accidents in the home happen with someone falling downstairs. That's right, Maggie. It is a good thing we are not in the home. Oh, you're right. Well, this must be someone's home. We may proceed with very little caution. <laughs> is it quite loud because of the waterfall? Like, is it quite it, crushing? It is. Or is it... It's yeah. not too loud at the top, but it'd be louder towards the bottom. Like as we get yeah. down. I feel like okay. we're going to get ambushed. <laughs> <laughs> but as you make your way down, I'm going to need a series of dexterity checks. So could everyone roll your first dexterity okay. check for me? Now, okay. I'm on Morik's... I'm on Metzies' That's fine. Back. No. Do I need to... Um, okay. No decks for holding on. <laughs> oh, I... Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. It, how about if... I'll wait for Nell to... Nat 20. Is it those magic new boots you've got? How, for how's an eight? An eight. An eight. Is that with your <laughs> is that with your bonuses and whatnot? Yeah. What what mm-hmm. else do what do I get any other special bonuses? Can I have no. a uh, speak with animals? Speak with animals bonus. <laughs> moss. Are you I sure can speak to moss. that you have added the whatnot? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, Ma- Maggie, how did you do? Nat one. Oh no. Nat one. All right, can I go in front of Maggie so if she falls, she falls into me at least. <laughs> Funny, I was about to suggest the complete opposite. <laughs> Jump is manoeuvring down these stairs with absolute grace, Mm. but unfortunately, behind him, the slick step, (laughs) Morik and Maggie, your footing goes out and you begin to topple sideways off the (gasps) steps. I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw now to see if you can grab onto anything. Come on, Morik. Can I also do one to see if I can grab one of them? Yes, absolutely. Or both. Um, cool. You can give one of them advantage, jump. Okay. By saying that you're reaching with out good for roll. them. Because with your nat 20, okay. I'll give you perfect footing so that you don't lose. There's no chance you're going over Excellent. with your it's nat 20. Very much going to be a Chris Evans, like a Captain America holding the helicopter <laughs> oh, yeah. moment if it, yeah, thanks. We all go, what are you saying? Oh. What are you saying about um, so, how heavy Margaret is? <laughs> <laughs> Which of these two do you want to give advantage to? I've already rolled. Do you want to? <laughs> I have also already rolled. Uh, no, it's best if I don't. So I think in in <laughs> the, the heat of the moment, it's probably going to go to Maggie. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I had a Dirto Twento, so nice. I don't want to. I uh, got a fourteen, and that's a three. So that's uh, <laughs> thanks anyway. <laughs> I'll take the Dirto Twento. What did you get, Mark? I got a fourteen. Okay. So um, Maggie with Dirto Twento, jump mm. reaches out for you, but you. Don't even need it. You manage to just grasp onto the edge of the steps. I as don't you're need falling. help. I've so got you're it. Now... <laughs> <It's> okay, <laughs> excuse me. You are now dangling. <laughs> you're, you're actually standing behind me on the steps. <laughs> Blur, is there anything you'd like to do to try and help Morik? I mean, <laughs> it, nope. what can a little frog guy do to try and help? Morik here. Can that tongue not do horrible things? Yeah, turn it into a lasso. Okay, can I? <laughs> I'm so dexterous. As the um, unfortunately, yeah. what I'm about to say is not great. Uh, give me an investigation check to see if there's anything that you can wrap your tongue onto. You are going to do that with disadvantage because you're blinded. This is some judge our big shit right here and I'm here for it. <laughs> All right, investigation. That's just intelligence. That's so just plus one. What did Daddy roll, Paul? But a disadvantage. That's going to be probably my only natural 20 of the game. <gasps> oh. Disadvantage, Paul. Uh. Disadvan- so you have to roll twice. That's the twice. second time that's happened. That's the second time I've had to throw away a natural 20 because it was but at a disadvantage maybe, situation. Maybe you'll roll another Two natural 20. Yeah. There was a nine, so with one, that's oh. 10. Oh. Uh. Is Mark going to die? 
Well, it's so unfortunate. With a 14, which was just one shy uh, of the, the oh. DC to grab on, uh, Morik goes plunging <laughs> off the side of these steps uh, and down towards oh the bottom of the waterfall. Blur is able to jump off, but does not. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, we shall ride this wave together, Metsa Isa. In my mind, Morik is falling. And what happens is that just like Gollum in Lord of the Rings, he pulls Blurg off his shoulder and cradles him (laughs) as they're falling. Like, you know, with the ring when he goes like, he hugs it. Blur Blur cradles back. Oh, my heart. Unlike the one ring, I may hug back. (laughs) Morik, you have a chance to do anything. To st- uh, as you are falling, okay. uh, to thank anyone to uh, can I remember anything. Say your goodbyes. <laughs> can I wild shape into like a bird or something? You can. Or to a mighty salmon. <laughs> Hold on, let me. Let, oh yeah, actually, what I guess do I go for a salmon? <laughs> and, it, and it just fucking splats and explodes on the ground beneath. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really tragic if I turned into a salmon and just hit the deck. <laughs> That's true. There is a pool of water at the bottom That's of true. the waterfall oh, below okay. you. <laughs> okay. Bird oh is probably God. a better idea. Let, let me see what I've got. I've got the pages open for what I can turn into. I'm sure that there's something in my level that could fly or swim. Great salmon. I could turn into a crocodile. Uh, again. Again. Yeah, a pretty no, powerful again. move. Yeah. Not natural divers. No, that's true. Actually, they're not that graceful. His <laughs> little legs going. <laughs> I will. I will add this: that when you wild shape, you lose all the mm. HP of the creature you turn into when you mm. take a huge amount of damage. So <laughs> it will be good to wild shape into something before you hit the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the heartiest thing you could transform into? An elephant. Can... Imagine cycling through a few things in the air as she's falling. <laughs> I can. I mean, I can go. I can turn into a bat. That's, but that's not. Hang on. A I something large big enough. bat or a regular <laughs> bat? Big, bigger, like, yeah. See, I think it's a small. You hug blur. So just say goodbye. They just turn into a bat and fly off. Uh, hold on. <laughs> let's let's see. Let's see. Eagle. I, I need something bigger than a. I'm hoping for an eagle. I'm looking. Save yourself. I am amphibious. That's true. Yes. And therefore immune to the impact of water. <laughs> not quite. But I will give you a chance to try and. Grasp on with your sticky fingers to the wall and then sort of slow your descent by sliding. That would suit me very well and look quite cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look up how much HP a giant octopus has. <laughs> okay, new favourite option. Because <laughs> then, then I can just be like, <laughs> onto the... From <laughs> Blur's perspective, he has two soft, lovely hands sort of wrap around him, say goodbye, and there's suddenly a few tentacles. <laughs> And you turn into like a ball around around Blur, just octopus. I will protect you. Okay, giant octopus. Let's have a look at the best. I love this game. This game is great. Thanks, Wizard of the Coast. I take it back. A giant octopus has fifty-two hit points. That seems that seems okay, right? That would be a baller move if you were about to inflict more than (laughs) fifty-two points of damage. Okay. So you'd like to change into a giant octopus and cradle black so that you take the brunt of any damage as you hit the water. Yes. Okay. So you plummet downwards. The falling damage for something like this. It is normally 1d6 per 10 feet, mm-hmm. and right. you okay. you were 150 feet above the waterfall. Right. Oh. So 15d6s of damage. Now, now, an unofficial house rule that a lot of DMs like Jeremy Crawford take up 
is that if you are falling into water, you half that. Okay. Oh, Ooh, okay, all right, cool. okay, okay. So seven right. and a half dice of damage. <laughs> I'm gonna roll fifteen d six, and then we'll half that, and we'll see if the giant octopus okay. survives. Oh my god! Oh, my god. oh no. No. We can't go on without Morik. He's the best one. <gasps> yeah. I don't like any of the other characters. <laughs> if Morik does die, do you think he would want us to eat his delicious body? <laughs> oh, yeah. While he's an octopus. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Some fucking Junji Ito shit. <laughs> My, Margaret pulls a clove of garlic out of her pocket and is like, well, I mean... Quickly, but before we change this back... <laughs> I knew, I knew why I brought the butter. <laughs> and a lemon. <laughs> also my grill. You ever had frog fried inside of calamari? It's pretty good. Yeah, I'd eat that. <laughs> I'd actually eat that. Almost as good as frog inside of dog inside of frog. <laughs> I don't like Sarah's face right now. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Sarah's face. <laughs> I usually like Sarah's face a lot, but right now it's just not doing it for me. Oh, so. All right. What do we, what do we got? <laughs> Give it to me straight. As you plummet downwards from the top of this bullywug staircase into the splash pool below. From above, you see a geyser of water splash upwards as the octopus makes its impact and takes oh 55 points of damage. Oh. 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 Halved. So yeah. it was 25, oh, the okay. octopus survives. Oh. Oh, I thought it was 55 halved already. Oh, God. Yeah. Woo. All right. <laughs> you, are you all right? <laughs> Trips <laughs> up from the bottom. So, it doesn't. It doesn't. He doesn't know what the Lion King is. Um, so, Mike. No worries, guys. Mike no worries. and Blur have made it to the bottom oh. of the staircase, and therefore, <laughs> therefore, we bypassed the next two dexterity checks to make it down. But jump. I would assume you would help Maggie back up, despite her protests. <laughs> I would. Nice. She's like, no, I got. Do you I got- have to roll an opposing check to determine <laughs> if he's successful in that. As Maggie fights check, yeah. him. You make it from the peak of the stairs at 150 to 75 feet up. Can oh, you make brilliant. another dexterity saving throw for me? All oh, right. I wish I'd just fallen off when there was a chance of being hugged by an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we all have regrets. It was the best. 13. That's a dirt 20. Oh, okay. You both. Sweet, um, sweet, sweet. Magnificently pass again this time. Yeah, it's actually pretty easy. Uh, Maggie, you, Margaret's what? Wo- she's wobbling a bit. Yeah, <laughs> but you jump turns and lays a hand on her shoulder. I've got it. It's all right. All right. No, oh, all right. No, okay. I'm fine. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm fine. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm fine. I'm, I'm just doing it for just me. Just haven't been doing and me then... core exercises, you know. Busy <laughs> with the kids. I mean, your core's looking amazing. Mm. By the time you reach thirty feet from the bottom, make another uh, dexterity saving for a uh, dexterity check. Even should be fine. Eleven. That's a six. Uh, a dirt oh six oh. Uh, Maggie. A dirt so Maggie, you stay safe, but uh, Jump, you begin to slip and slide oh, Maggie, off the side. Maggie. Do you want to... Um, <laughs> Quick! Do you want to just... Uh, do you want to make a dexterity saving throw, or do you just want to let the 30 feet of uh, fall into the river? <laughs> she stands and stares at him blankly as he falls off. <laughs> one, I can't, I've got one hand on the wall. I can't, just, I can't stop touching the wall. Swan dive? Can I, can I incorporate my new shoes into this somehow? Kick off from the wall instead. Wait, wait, yeah, kick, kick off from you, the wall. Kick Take off. double damage. <laughs> Fucking uh, speed into the opposite wall. <laughs> Die. Kick off into the water. All right. Uh, my dexterity saving throw of a dirto 12 You fall into the river. Take 100 points of damage. It's not going to be... <laughs> Neil, you, you are 30 feet up mm. as opposed to 150. Mm. So you are just going to take... Four points of damage. Ouch! My face. <laughs> <laughs> but you have all successfully reached the bottom right. of the staircase. 
I can't believe that Margaret's the only one that came down on the actual stairs. <laughs> we did it, gang! Friends, whilst you were falling down the stairs, I took the liberty of composing a haiku in gratitude to the noble Metsuisa. Oh, Metsuisa, forest father and true friend, octopus saviour. That's, that's great. Morik wipes away a tear. Morik and Blur, you've been down here for a while, and as such... <laughs> Just for above. Ow! Ow! <laughs> no, I've got it. <laughs> as such, um, you see that on the wall of the cavern where the waterfall turns back into a river, someone has created a mural on one of the walls. Uh, can you give me a perception, investigation, or a history check if you'd like to know more about this particular work but of art? From... You can with disadvantage. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, shall I light a torch at this stage? I figure we've just entered a new area. Maybe I would light uh, one of my absolutely. torches. Absolutely. Okay. You're staring at this as jump plummets into the the water behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I got I got a natty one, so I'm probably not too shit. You're still an octopus. You're still an octopus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> What do you care for art? <laughs> You're a very bloodied octopus. I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can either make a history, perception, or investigation, depending on how you want to look at history. This. Okay, history. Or you could roll a performance and just pretend. You're <laughs> <laughs> bullshit, everyone. Uh, that's a 14. Yeah, okay. So you mm-hmm. see this painting is big, but the art style is quite rudimentary. It has a Bayo tapestry vibe in that the mm. figures are very two-dimensional representations of bullywugs brandishing mm. swords and spears and oh. standing steadfast in the face of an oncoming threat. The threat is harder to discern, especially in this art style. It seems to be uh, a large black mass towering over the bullywugs. The only feature this mass has in the painting appear to be hundreds of of red eyes dotted across its form. Yeah. Based on the weathering, you can tell that this painting mm. is only a couple of years old. Mm. Does it have a little note saying, but don't worry, this happened a thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it is admirable that they had time to paint such an eloquent picture of their doom. <laughs> it trails off in the corner. <laughs> the paint turns uh. into blood at a certain point. <laughs> These poor creatures, I can relate to them so much. In spite of their bad ways, they had the potential to become more than a seething spawn cloud of jellied eggs. <laughs> if only they had had the opportunity. But this terrifying cloud of unblinking terror descended upon them, and I fear they may yet descend upon us. And then jump falls into the water behind them. <laughs> <laughs> so you continue following the river. Mike, do you want to stay as an octopus for now? That's a hell of a question. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just swimming. The path continues, and the caves become more and more claggy. The deeper you get, typical. And all you hear are the dripping of stalactites, the echo of your footsteps or tentacles, <laughs> and the distant crash of the last waterfall, nightmare, and the approaching rushing water of another. But as you reach this waterfall, you don't see a staircase, but instead a bridge that leads across the vast ravine into another tunnel. Oh, brilliant. Or at least you would if the rope bridge was not hanging oh. down below you, the moorings cut on your side. Oh, I was just about to say bridges are much easier than stairs, but I'm going to say this is harder. Mm. How, how, how far? How far? <laughs> yeah. 60 feet. 60, 60 feet. feet. Okay. What's, what's your running jump in those new shoes? <laughs> God, what have we fucking established? <laughs> 
<laughs> did you close the jump calculator, Paul? Because yes. we need it. <laughs> Let me get the jump calculator back because it did indeed say how far the long jump was. We're going to want you to write it down this time. 15 feet. So okay. 45 so and 45. Boots. I still say it's worth a go. <laughs> you try first jump. <laughs> we watch her jump, just be like, don't worry, I've got new shoes on. Take the running <laughs> flying leap and then goodbye. I have a plan of sorts. Uh-huh. Maybe it would be possible for me to fire an arrow at the other side with a smaller bit of rope tied to it, which we could then use to pull across the larger, heavier bridge. Oh, like pull it up. It would be an easier shot where I to ride jumps back as he jumped half the distance <laughs> and then use the rope that I have shot to save us from certain mm. death. It would probably also help if you could see, right? He has lit a torch at this point. Oh, you have lit a torch. I have lit a torch. I do not know how long this torch will last, but I'm happy to carry it whilst riding an octopus because this game is very good. <laughs> I think all of this is worth a go. Um, yeah. If you think you can make it, blah, then I trust you. Let's let's just shoot an a bow. May I? May I? Yes, absolutely. Do you want to uh, tie the rope to it? Yeah. I'll let that happen as a free action. I don't think you need to make a check to see how good your rope. Okay. The checks will come when you're trying to hoist it back up. Mm. But for now, this is just a straight shot to see if you get it. Okay, I will roll a ranged attack against the other side of this chasm. (laughs) I'm closing the jump calculator. (laughs) You're only allowed to have two tabs open at any one time or something. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me uneasy to have too many tabs. Oh, you would hate to see mine. (laughs) Me too. Oh, I've got at least... I hate seeing most people's tabs. At least 20 open right now, and that's not that many. Here are the tabs. My character sheet, the actor feet, which I'm determined to use at some stage, and then, yeah, my my dice, and then now a longbow. Nell's tabs Mm. look like the scene in The Last Jedi when Rey goes underneath the island. Yeah, yeah. Has, actually, that's her pretty face true. refracted yeah. infinitely. <laughs> Is it just the same tab over and over? Again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Can't yeah. fucking tell. But it might as well be the size of the tabs. I guess this is just dra- it's the time of the podcast where we're dragging people for their internet etiquette. <laughs> I might need hey, that. No shame. Whatever, you, whatever you got. Yeah. Okay, so now we need to shoot the, Dirt the, bird, o, the, the bridge. Yeah. Dirto twenty-five O. The arrow lodges into one of the lower planks of the bridge with great force. Oh, nice. Fuck yeah. You think there is a sturdy connection there? Now, you will use this to pull up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. I think so. <laughs> pull up the bridge okay. and retie it, right? Yes. Is sound, that the sound. plan? Yeah. Yeah, so we can walk over it. Okay, great. This seems like a logical answer. We could all just kamikaze off the edge and try, and, try and make the jump. If you all grab hold of the rope, I'm going to need strength mm. checks from you all to see if you have enough strength okay. to pull it up. Uh, the order in which you are standing is important to me. <laughs> Not to the game, just to Sarah. <laughs> I think it's best that me, the, the yeah, grunt, be at the back of the uh, of the line, <laughs> helping out mainly through hiking. Um, if I'm still an octopus, <laughs> can I just like grab it? Oh, your strength. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. Just a shot of the rope as like a pair of hands, a pair of hands, a pair of hands. Eight tentacles. <laughs> yeah, please, please stay as an octopus if you wish. <laughs> Actually, I feel like wherever we ended up with this bridge, an octopus is probably not going to fit through wherever small gaps we were moving. Right? Don't worry about that when we have a bridge. Not yet, but yeah. Yeah, once, once the, bridge, the bridge is up. Yeah, once the bridge. Once the bridge. More. I think an octopus has a plus three to its strength. What's more exciting? Plus three is much better. Stay as an octopus. Stay as an octopus. (laughs) I'll stay as an octopus. Octopus time. Octo time. Are we thinking surely smallest at the front? Yeah, right? That does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the case? If 
How does how would it make a difference? I can only imagine that if the rope moves, then the larger thing is less likely to be um, But then, if, the as long as we hold on to the rope, if I'm dangling off, I don't want to be holding Morik. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, off the edge. That's true. Okay. <laughs> or in this case, an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes in high order. It's blur. <laughs> it's blah, blah, blah. Margaret jump. Octopus, yeah. Jump, giant octopus. Octopus. Okay, so could you, if you could all give me strength checks. Yeah, fi- uh, 15. 14. 16. 18. Oh, wow. That's a decent... It was a group strength check. Uh, I needed just at least two of you to be a DC uh, 15, which three of you did. Ooh. And so with... Uh, mm. Who's letting the group down? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, but you were the ideas man, Blair. Did anyone see that awesome shot I did? Is it, is it like Blair's legs like wiggling in the air? Blair tries to do it on his yes. own. Then a dwarf, then a paladin, yeah. and then an octopus. It's, yeah, it's totally <laughs> Together, friends, we can achieve this. I like the idea that Blair shoots the arrow and immediately like goes to pull it, and it's like, and then just everyone else comes over and does it. Yeah. Heave, heave harder. My belief in our friendship has strengthened me. Aww. Teamwork. Love it. And so with quite a lot of heaving and strength, you pull the bridge back up. Can someone make a dexterity check to see if you can tie the bridge to back Mm -hmm. onto this side? I have plus two. I have plus four. Let's all do it Um, at the same time. Can I have extra pluses because I've got eight arms? No, the octopus has a plus (laughs) one to its dexterity. (laughs) But can I have plus one times eight? Mm. No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone being plus four? No. All right, I'll do it. This is good. This is good. You guys haul it up, and then my little dude runs around and uh, yeah. tries to tries to fix this thing. 13. Yep. Again, much like tying the rope to the arrow, it was not a high yeah. DC to see if you could retie the ropes to the moorings on this side. It was just a DC 10. Ah, oh, you see, but it was in you all along, mate. You did it. We did it. Hey, everyone. Blood's amazing. Yay. Congratulations to all of you, including uh, Octopus. And so you... <laughs> my Can we go for puzzle. high fives and then do eight high fives for the other <laughs> yeah. of us? Roll for each of those. They're a little bit sticky, so it's like. <laughs> 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 I love it. Love it. You cross the bridge it. carefully over this uh, dark ravine and into another tunnel. And you follow the tunnel along for what feels like a very long time in this cramped, claustrophobic shaft. And. Despite being far away from the river now, you your vague recollection to ten years ago makes you think that you're going the right way. Eventually, the tunnel begins to widen out until the path begins to feel more and more cavernous. Can you make a perception check for me? You said we were walking for a long time, probably long enough for a torch to go out? Yes, I'm afraid so. Yeah, I'll just, I'll hang back. Flat 17. 18. 18. I rolled a 19, <laughs> but I'm so fucking stupid. No, you're smart. But you're unwise. That's uh, it. I got 17. So, <laughs> wait, did you roll, Blair? Or you just... Because it would be with disadvantage, but... <laughs> okay, let's let's do it with disadvantage. You never know. I might roll two nat 20s back to back. That happen. is a... Six, that's mm-hmm. a 16. That's an edge 20. Okay, that's not... 16. So you, <laughs> that's <laughs> not bad. So yeah, nice. Adding to perception. 19? Got 19. You all did great wow. on these checks. So you, you, all, you all notice that on the walls of this tunnel are holes. They're not very hmm. big. Only a couple feet of diameter, but there's Uh-oh. a lot of them. Uh-oh. You mm. also notice that the stone and grit around your feet starts to shake. No. Suddenly things begin to flow 
out of the holes. What things? A writhing black mass pours out and coagulates together to form one large mass. It pulses and throbs in the path ahead of you. As the mass swirls and judders, you see flashes of beady red eyes come in and out of view. Please feel free to make a nature check for me. I think it's time I detect good and evil. I've got a suspicion. Absolutely. <laughs> Any disadvantage on my nature check because I can't see or... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it on every every check that involves your eyes? Yes, because uh, well, it, is, it is a sight-dependent check. I got a dirty twento. Fuck yeah, oh. moctopus. I got 16. Seven! Jump, you cast Detect Evil and Good, but you do not sense that this creature in front of you is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. Damn it. But, Mm. Morik, with your Mm -hmm. incredible nature check, you Mm -hmm. see that this mass doesn't feel incorporeal like smoke, but instead very solid. Or snoke. In fact, you feel like in all the flurry of movement... You can see fur, oh. and it's that observation that gives you the realization that this isn't one creature, but instead many, many rats. Uh. <laughs> it's good that you, you you finished that sentence because I was thinking of Spirited Away. Yeah, you know, the little oh. sick guys, the coal sprites. Yeah, oh, I'd fuck those up. <laughs> it's it's like I'd fuck them. <laughs> Excuse me. Which of you are Cranium Rat's children? Did <laughs> if you know Cranium Rat, I was in good with him. We <laughs> <laughs> don't all know each other. <laughs> Morik. <laughs> Morik, as you, as you speak, the mass surges forward <gasps> and begins to circle your feet like a vortex, squeaking louder and louder. What are you saying, Morik? They're <laughs> chanting. They are joyfully chanting. Oh my god, do they have pitchforks, like tiny ones? Oh shit. <laughs> dinner, the local. dinner, Oh no, dinner, I, thought, dinner. I thought you meant this was like the local branch of the uh, revolutionary, oh. revolutionary thing that you set up back in the forest. No, I meant more like, gonna eat them, gonna eat them, dinner. No, instead... <laughs> That's what I do when I see food. <laughs> instead, they are joyfully chanting, the bread givers have returned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yay. That's right, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't switch off just yet, because we've got news. First off, how are you? You look lovely today. Second, stick around until the end, because we have a promo for the excellent Tale of the Manticore, and you should definitely check it out. And third, today is a good day, because we have launched the Quest Fantastic Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash questfantastic to check it out, and if you'd like to support us there, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month, with tears going up from there. But, and this is the most important bit of info, Every single patron, no matter what they give, gets access to all bonus episodes. Such as what, you ask? Well, potential patron, every non-episode week you get an episode of Gab Quest, where the players, Jen Blundell as Margaret Bauerhammer, Neil Heald as Morick, Paul Salt as Blet, and Paul Goodman as Jump Fundenden, sit down with Sarah, who plays everyone else, and reminisce on the episode just gone. Sometimes staying on topic, but I believe it very quickly veers off course from episode one. And in August, we'll be dropping a fiasco one-shot as a little sweetener. We also have goals in place that will get you even more bonus TTRPG goodness, including The War for the Warren, a mini-series where we play animals in Morrick's Forest Rebellion in the good fight against the mayor of Lower Coastburg. There's a whole lot of good stuff lined up, so you're going to want to get in and get on it. Get it? We have tiers going from $1 up to $25, but you can choose what to give. And if money's a little tight or you just want to enjoy our main show, 
We totally get it, and we're just so happy you're here. Thanks again to everybody who's been listening so far. Anyway, there are plenty of other ways you can help us out. We rely on word of mouth, so if you've got a word or two in that mouth to share about Quest Fantastic, tell a friend. Talk us up on social media, purse those lips together, boy, and whistle me a tune of Quest Fantastic. But most importantly, subscribe on your favourite podcatcher and get that new episode in your glowing cranium flipping now. If you want more from us, Jen and Sarah host the Queer Actual Play podcast, Roll Plus Heart. Paul Salt is film critic for Screen Mayhem and hosts the podcast Jen and the Film Critic with... The syrup on my pancakes, Jen Blundell, I had pancakes today. And Salt and I host the podcast One Good Thing, where we find good things in bad movies and recommend better ones because there's syrup on my pancake. I had pancakes today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Quest Fantastic. Send us an email at gmail at questfantastic at gmail.com. Sarah's on Twitter at Penguin Panic for all of her beautiful artwork. Links to my EP Future Music and all of the handles will be in the episode description. Next episode's coming out on Monday the 13th of June for Pete's sake. So bye from Tastic and now please enjoy the promo for Taylor the Manticore. Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old-school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls.